war since the close of the great Napoleonic struggles has the fighting been so obstinate and bloody as in the Civil War. Much has been said in the song and story of the resolute courage of the guards at Inkerman, of the charge of the Light Brigade, and of the terrible fighting and loss of the German armies at Mars Latour and Gravelotte. The praise bestowed upon the British and Germans for their valor, and for the loss that proved their valor, was well deserved. But there are over 120 regiments, Union and Confederate, each of which in some one battle of the Civil War suffered a greater loss than any English regiment at Inkerman, or at any other battle in the Crimea, a greater loss than was suffered by any German regiment at Gravelotte, or at any other battle in the Franco-Prussian War. No European regiment in any recent struggle has suffered such losses, such as at Gettysburg befell the first Minnesota, when 82% of the officers and men were killed and wounded, or the 101st Pennsylvania, which lost 76%, or the 26th North Carolina, which lost 72%, such as at the Second Battle of Manassas fell the 101st New York, which lost 74%, and the 21st Georgia, which lost 76%. At Cold Harbor, the 25th Massachusetts lost 70%, and the 10th Tennessee at Chickamauga, 68%, while at Shiloh, the 9th Illinois lost 63%, and the 6th Mississippi, 70%, and at Antietam, the 1st Texas lost 82%. The loss of the Light Brigade in killed and wounded in its famous charge of Balaklava was but 37%. These figures show the terrible punishment endured by these regiments, chosen at random from the head of the list which shows the slaughter roll of the Civil War. Yet the shattered remains of each regiment preserved their organization, and many of the severest losses were incurred in the hour of triumph, and not of disaster. Thus the first Minnesota at Gettysburg suffered its appalling loss while charging a greatly superior force, which it drove before it and the little huddle of wounded and unwounded men who survived their victorious charge actually kept both the flags they had captured and ground from which they had driven their foes. A number of the Continental regiments under Washington, Green, and Wayne did valiant fighting and endured heavy punishment. Several of the regiments raised on the northern frontier in 1814 showed under Brown and Scott that they were able to meet the best troops of Britain on equal terms in the open, and even to overmatch them in their fair fight with a bayonet. The regiments which, in the Mexican War, under the lead of Taylor, captured Monterey, and beat back Santa Ana and Buena Vista, or with Scottish commander, stormed Molino del Rey, proving their ability to bear terrible loss, to wrest victory from overwhelming numbers, and to carry by open assault positions of formidable strength held by a veteran army. But in none of these three wars was the fighting so resolute and bloody as in the Civil War. Countless deeds of heroism were performed by Northerners and by Southerners, by officer and by private, in every year of the great struggle. The immense majority of these deeds went unrecorded, and were known to few beyond the immediate participants. Of those that were noticed, it would be impossible even to make a dry catalogue in ten such volumes as this.